Everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. How's everyone doing? Did you guys get hit with snow too? I did, but luckily it's gonna heat back up, hopefully in the 50s, melt this snow, because I am over it. I've been over it. If you've listened to this podcast for the course of since January or even last November, December, I've been over the snow since it began. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 13, entitled, I Want to Be Alone. Hmm, out of the cast, out of the characters on the show, who do you think would utter that statement? Hmm, I gotta go with Dexter, because he just seems like someone who's not really big on togetherness. He doesn't really hang out too much with the Stratton clan. He's more like, I want to hang out with the famous people that I know. Well, in this episode, Edward has arranged a mountain cabin for a relaxing family retreat with Ricky and Kate. Ricky invites Dexter as well when he learns that Dexter will be alone for the weekend, but Dexter ends up being anything but relaxed. We know he's not an outdoorsy type. I think on his first episode, he said he's not big on being out in the wilderness. This episode aired on January 28th, 1984, and has a 7.8 out of 10 rating based on 18 ratings on IMDb. Let's see. Directed by Jack Shea, as always. Writers David W. Declan, Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy, Bob Ells, Ellis... James R. Stein, story by Jack Shea, and of course Martin Cohen, Howard Leeds, and Ben Starr. Let's see, no trivia. <laughs> oh, here's a fun little quote from Dexter. I get goosebumps every time I think of the fact I was immersed in water where bugs have babies. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Looking at these quotes, oh, do they face a bear? Because it says in here, Edward Stratton III watching the bear, saying, he's hungry, he'll probably leave after he has some berries. <laughs> and Ricky says, what happens if the berries are just an appetizer and we're the main course? Oh, my guess is just drop to the ground and play dead. I, I mean, that might work. I don't know. I've never had to do that. I I hope I'm never in a situation where I have to play dead to not be eaten by a bear. So I hope all of you are having a good start to your Monday. I am so far. I just hope that hopefully the roads are pretty clear. Jeremy told me on his way to work that roads were horrible. There are accidents all over the place. And it sucks because it's April. Now the middle of April. And we should just be beyond this stuff. But like I said... It's going to heat up this week. Looking forward to, I'm looking forward to May. I am looking forward to May. So 
Alright, let's jump right into this episode. I really don't have any news other than I did go see the movie Little on Friday. I was going to see The Best of Enemies, but the theater that I was in was really... They didn't have a lot of seats, and... I was sitting in the back, and I just couldn't believe all the people that started filing. This is a Friday afternoon at like eleven fifty-five in the morning, you know, in the early afternoon, and it's just people are just I'm getting boxed in, and I just felt really, I don't want to say a hundred percent panicky, but I did feel stressed out to the point where like I just I got up and I had to, you know I paid for my own popcorn and stuff because they don't have the popcorn bucket yet. Because uh, the Avengers movie hasn't come out. They're actually getting the popcorn bucket. They normally get it in May. They're getting it around, I think, next week. So, um, but yeah, I just, and I'm thinking, like, I just paid, like, over $20 for this, po- or $15 or $13 for this pop and popcorn. I don't want to just up and leave, you know, and not see a movie, so I'm like, well, I'll go see Little, because I kind of really wanted to see that one, because, you know, I'm like, I want a comedy, so, when saw that, it was nice, there wasn't a whole lot of people in there, I thought I could handle it, you know, I went and saw Captain Marvel, and it was a crowded theater, because I saw it at night, which I really don't go to nighttime movies, but I think at that time, it was just after my dad passed away, and I really needed to be around a lot of people, but I don't think that really applies anymore. (laughs) Right now, I'm back to just seeing movies in the afternoon with very little people in the theater, so... Sometimes I can handle it, sometimes I can't. It just depends on the situation, so... I liked the movie Little. It was funny. I laughed. (laughs) I did laugh. It was a good one. I definitely recommend you check it out if you want something to laugh at. It is PG-13, but they're really... I don't... If they dropped an F-bomb, it might have been once. And even that sounded like it was kind of muffled, so... Or it was cut off, so... Alright, I'm ready for this episode. Let's find out how the Stratton clan and Dexter do in the woods. This isn't going to be like that ski trip that he and Ricky were going to go on just themselves and then Kate like came along and it turned into a romantic getaway for two with Ricky being the third wheel, right? I don't think it is. Because we all know how that episode ended. (laughs) Alright, so we open up the episode in the living room. I'm just going to call it that because that's what it is. Kate, of course, is at her desk, which seems like a good 90% of these episodes open up in the living room with Kate at her desk and somebody coming in on the train, which Edward does. We get a giant applause, like a giant. You think that there was Michael Jackson appearing in this episode as Joel Higgins as Edward comes in on the train. I mean, they figure, you know, they spent money on that train. You may as well get as much out of it as you humanly possibly can. Did they ever stop using that train eventually on the show? Maybe towards, like, season four or maybe five? So Edward climbs off the train and he says, Can either of you tell me why I'm holding a brand new fishing pole? And Kate and Ricky are like, uh... And Edward's like, Time's up, I'll tell you. It's because we are going fishing this weekend. And... He's like, does anyone want to guess where we're going to go? And Kate and Ricky are like, uh, uh, I, um... So, Bill Biffle, one of Edward's top toy designers, has got a cabin. 
Okay, well, who's coming up with these names? Lake Gucciwama, apparently this, uh, in Toy Inventor's got a rustic, as Edward calls it, a rustic cabin. So I'm guessing that means you have no indoor plumbing. And, uh, you gotta, or if you do, it's the one that you gotta crank, like, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Sounds like fun. Remember the Elf Christmas episode where they go to Mr. Foley's cabin? And, <laughs> like, oh, here's, uh, no real wa running water. We just gotta pump the water from a well via this pump here. Ivy. So I'm going to play this clip as he uh, lets them know about this fun, 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 fun trip he has planned. Family retreat. Hi, guys. Hi. Guess why I'm carrying a brand new fishing pole? Uh... Buzz, sorry, time's up. The answer is because we're going fishing. All right. Wonderful. Now, aren't you going to ask me where we're going fishing? Where? Gee, I had a hunch you'd ask me that. <laughs> well, the skinny is, see one of my top toy designers, Bill Wiffle, the inventor of the Bill Ball. He owns an old rustic kind of mountain cabin right on the shores of Lake Goochiwampus. Now, Bill isn't using that cabin this weekend, so he's offered it to us to use. Oh, great! <laughs> However, there is one big catch. What? We've got to want to use it. We, we want! We want! All right, let's not waste time. There's food to be gathered, there's clothes to be packed, there's fishing gear to be fished out and geared. Let's go! So Edward's really getting them psyched up. The thing, the thing is, though, we gotta want to go. And Kate and Ricky are like, we want, we want, we want to go. Like, they are just jazzed. Like, Everett's like, all right, get your, get your, we got to get our fishing gear. We got to get some food gathered. We're clothes pass. And we got to get all this stuff. So go, 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 go. Hops on the train. Puts it in reverse. Ricky goes into the library where Dexter is on the phone conducting a business call. Ricky's like, hmm, I bet. Dexter's gonna want to go because he's got no luck. He's got nothing going on this weekend. So let's in invite him. Like, uh, oh, does he get? Does man look like someone who would want to be out in the outdoors? I don't even want to be out in the outdoors. I am not a camping type. Luckily, Jeremy's not a camping type either. I've been camping maybe uh, a couple times. Once with a friend back right out of, when I got out of high school. It was all right. It's okay. It's not really something I would really want to do again. So, Dexter's on the phone with someone trying to come up with a slogan for uh, Alamo Jeans. Like, if you can't... Something about putting yourself into a wide load or something. That, mm, that's kind of uh, gearing towards fat shaming. Apparently the guy goes for it. Okay. So I'm going to play this clip as Ricky is like, hey, Dexter, I saw some amazing news. We're going on a trip to a rustic mountain cabin. Do you want to come with us? Dexter, I got some great news. Dad, Kate, and I are going to spend a weekend in a terrific mountain cabin right next to a lake. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm going to be fishing, hiking, canoeing. A minute ago, I didn't have a thing to do. Now I'm going to have too much to do. Has a life a kick in the head? <laughs> Yes, life is a kick in the head. That's why I own stock in several aspirin companies. Well, this weekend's gonna be great. What are you gonna do? Well, let me check in my calendar. 
I have only one thing scheduled. Give my canary a bath. Well, uh, aren't you going to be with your girlfriend? No, I'll be alone this weekend. She'll be out of town attending a seminar on the moral decay of our society. Where's the seminar being held? In Las Vegas. Okay, Saturday you're going to give your canary a bath. Now, what about Sunday? Well, I think I'll read this month's issue of Money Manager magazine. It always has some extremely exciting articles in it. You too can grow vegetables on your unused cemetery plot. <laughs> this is your weekend? You're going to read a magazine and wash your bird? That's right. Dexter, I, I hate the thought of you being alone, so why don't you come and join us this weekend? You mean that cabin in the woods, nestled in the wilderness next to a tranquil lake? Yeah. Would you like that? Good Lord, no. <laughs> Why not? Well, I don't like the country. How come? Because it's not in the city. <laughs> but that's the whole point, to get away from the city. I mean, there's a lot of neat stuff you can do up there, too. Beautiful scenery, wildlife. I'm not a very big fan of wild animals. I'm even a little reluctant to use this duck phone. <laughs> Dexter, this would be the perfect chance for us to become better friends. We'll have a good time. Hang out together. You'd want to hang out with me? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Next Monday, why don't you come over to my office? I'll give you an accountant's green visor, some sleeve protectors. We'll see what's new in the tax laws. <laughs> uh, that, that'd really be awesome. <laughs> but it seems to me that this is the perfect time for us to get together. Well, the thing is, I'd really hate to intrude on a family occasion, Richard. Come on! Now, Richard, what are you doing? So, Ricky asks Dexter, like, hey, do you have any pl plans this weekend? And Dexter checks his, um, his book, or planner, whatever you want to call it, and says, I guess, Saturday he's going to be washing his canary or giving his canary a bath. And then Sunday, what was he doing? So, oh, he was going to read a magazine, some financial magazine. So pretty much just to sum up the scene, uh, Ricky does not take no for an answer. And he just takes Dexter's chair while Dexter's sitting in it and pushes it out into the living room. And also, I mean, uh, Ricky just wants to get to know Dexter a little more. Like, this would be a great bonding experience for us to little, get a little closer. And Dexter's like, well, if you want to do that, you can come over to my office next week. And then we could uh, do some accountant type stuff. So, Ricky's yelling for his father. Like, hey, Dad, guess what? Dexter's coming with us. Which, I mean, I'm sure Edward would be alright with. Or more likely surprised. Hey, Dad! Dad, can Dexter come to the cabin with us this weekend? Well, Richard, I'd, listen, I'd really hate to intrude on you guys, Edward. Oh, don't be silly. It's no intrusion. We'd Just, be glad to have you. But, but... See, I told you, Dexter. But, but... Hey, Kate, good news. Dexter wants to come to the cabin with us. Wants is a little bit strong. <laughs> Wonderful. The more the merrier. Yes, but, but... Yeah, I better get another rod. Oh, and I'll get another sleeping bag. Yes, but, but... That's... But what, Dexter? Richard, I don't belong up there. There are no sidewalks. <laughs> No taxis, no Perrier. Don't worry. 
Believe me, you'll fit right in. So the whole time, they're like, oh, that's awesome. Kate, guess what? Dexter's coming with us to uh, go camping to the mountain retreat. And she's like, great. I just got to get another sleeping bag. And was like, I'll get another pull. And the whole time, Dexter's going, but, 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 but. And then Kate and Edward leave to go get extra things. Ricky's like, but what, Dexter? And Dexter's like, um, there's no sidewalks. He just, he's, he's made it very clear. He's a city man. He's not a country out in the wilderness man. So now we cut to... The inside of this cabin, it's very nice looking. I really like it. So Ricky enters this cab cabin, and when Edward said rustic, he clearly really didn't know just how rustic this cabin is. It's like, wow. The furniture is made out of twigs. That couch does not look like it would be able to hold one body, let alone three. <laughs> we are all about the red clothing this episode. Edward's wearing a red and black checkered shirt. Kate's wearing a red shirt underneath a denim vest. And Ricky's wearing a flannel, red flannel shirt underneath a... One of those uh, fishing vests that have all the compartments in it. Of course, Ricky, Kate, and Edward all enter, and they're all in awe as they're looking around like, Oh, wow, this is so great. Dexter, on the other hand, his reaction to it is not that surprising. Wow! Oh! Ah! So they go to commercial after Dexter's reaction, like, oh, oh my lord, this is not good. Um, and everyone is just like, oh wow, what do you think of this place, Kate? Everett asks, and she's like, oh, is this great or what? And she's like, oh, there's no what about it, this is terrific. And Ricky's like, hey, Dexter, what do you think about this? As Dexter sits down on that wicker twig couch and right away hands goes right up to the side of his neck to kill a mosquito well at least they didn't have the west nile virus back then but he picks up a book typical dexter he'd rather be reading than enjoying this nice little retreat mountain cabin retreat home dexter opens up his briefcase pulls out a syringe type thing with a plunger on it that's attached to probably mosquito spray or um one of those citronella type candle things maybe it's like a concoction of that in the spray that he's just like yeah definitely because uh you don't want to get bitten by a mosquito definitely in today's world you do not want to get bitten by a mosquito there are too many diseases out there so, Edward's waving a hand in front of his face like, Dexter, please, that smells horrible. So, Dexter puts his bug spray away, and then he pulls out the air freshener. 
Ricky makes a comment to Dexter, like, Dexter, aren't you a little, uh, overdressed? <laughs> um, aren't you a little too stuffy in that? And Dexter's like, well, this is my, uh, my uh, traveling garb, actually. Um, pretty soon I'll get into my Daniel Boonish outfit. So I'm gonna play this clip as they're kind of looking around at everything, seeing what, what they got, taking stock. Kate is really enamored with this pot-bellied stove. <laughs> Dex, please, that bug spray smells terrible. I'm sorry, that's why I brought my air freshener. <laughs> Dexter, aren't you a little uncomfortable in that suit? Well, this is my traveling garb. Now that I'm here, I will, of course, change into something a little more Daniel Boonish. <laughs> So Dexter touches the potbelly stove, but at first I thought, well, I thought he burned himself. I'm like, but that thing isn't on. No, it's covered in dust. When was the last time that this guy went to this cabin and straightened things up? Or cleaned out this stove that Katie's like, I can't wait to cook on this. I thought she was going to be like, I can't wait to relive like the little house on the prairie days or something like that. She opens the little door to the stove. It is covered in like, ashes and st on the inside. And she's like, oh, somebody should have thought, I guess I'll have to clean it. Dexter's like, don't worry about it. He he has got so much stuff in that briefcase of his. Or maybe it's a slim suitcase. But he takes out a dust buster. <sighs> so Kate, of course, is like, you brought a dust buster? What are you, Danny Tanner? <laughs> and Dexter just looks at her like, what, you didn't? She said, oh, you know what? Of all the things I thought to pack, I didn't even, Dustbuster didn't even come to mind. <laughs> so they are kind of digging on Dexter a little bit with, uh, like, oh, you brought a lint roller, you brought a bug spray, air freshener, and a Dustbuster. We don't, he probably has a bunch more stuff in that briefcase of his. But clearly, right away, you can see, I guess, Dexter being there is starting to cramp their style a smidge. Like, hey, Ricky invited him! <laughs> and, but but Kate and Edward were like, yeah, the more the merrier, come on, Dexter, get out of, you know, get out of the city and get out into the country. At first, Dexter's like, hold on, nobody move, I got this! And he stomps on something. I thought it was like a bug! But Edward looks down like, oh, uh, thanks, Dexter, um, for saving us from this, uh, ferocious dust ball. You brought a dust buster? Didn't you? <laughs> Darn, you know, no matter how carefully I pack, there's always something I forget. Hold it! Nobody move! Got it! <laughs> Thank you, Dexter, for saving us from that vicious dust ball. 
Well, I believe in stopping first, asking questions later. <laughs> Kate, let's go for a walk around the lake. Oh, I'd love it. What are you guys going to do? Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you want to do first? I know it'd be fun. <clears throat> let's hang up these. <laughs> Dexter, you've been here five minutes. You've already killed 12 forms of life. Dexter, I, I really don't want to spend the whole day hanging up no pest strips. Listen, I'm sorry. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. Why don't we hop in the canoe and go fishing? Except that. Matty, afraid you fall in? <laughs> you got it. Dexter, you told me you bought a brand new fishing outfit, so why don't you try it on and get into the spirit of the occasion? We're going to have a great time, and nothing is going to go wrong. Trust me. <laughs> So Edward's like, hey, Kate, you want to go walk around the property and go see uh, what's what outside? She's like, oh, I'd love to go for a walk, Edward. So Edward turns like, hey, what are you and uh, Ricky going to do? And Dexter's like, well, I kind of want to hang up these little, they're like those, f that fly paper, but it's more like um, yellow cardboardish type mini tower things. So Dexter hangs one up by, like, the, um, the fan, the ceiling fan, and then Ricky hangs one up. There's, like, a stuffed, I don't know if it's a deer or a mountain goat's face, but Ricky, like, hangs it up via its nose, like, the hole in its nose, nostril hole. And, yeah, it's just, uh... Edward's like, Dexter, you've been here five minutes and already you've killed, like, 12 signs of, uh, species of life. So, Edward and Kate get out of there, like, hey, we're gonna go, you guys do your thing, we'll do ours. Ricky's like, hey, Dexter, you said you bought a new fishing outfit, why don't you try it on? We'll go fishing, we'll go fishing in the canoe. And Dexter, we, I don't know about that. And Ricky, I think Ricky eventually can, like, why the heck did I invite him? He didn't want to go, and you, you kind of forced the issue on him. So, uh, they're coming back from fishing. I bet it didn't. Let me guess. Dexter fell in? Because that's what Edward joked about. He's like, what are you afraid, Dexter? You're going to fall in? And Dexter laughs with him. Like, <laughs> yes. Ricky comes through the doorway and just rolls his eyes to the heavens. Like, ugh. It's been a disaster. So... Dexter comes in, and he's got one of those floppy green army hat, um, and he's got a, what used to be a tan vest like Ricky's, but he's soaking wet, wearing a yellow-green-brown camouflaged long-sleeve button-up shirt. At first, I thought it was a yellow shirt that had, like, leeches on it or something, but I'm gonna play this clip. <laughs> Trust me, huh?
extra, I warned you not to stand up in the canoe. The seat was damp. And the lake wasn't? <laughs> anyway, I was lucky you're a pretty good swimmer. That wasn't swimming. That was panicked flailing. <laughs> I get goosebumps every time I think of the fact I was immersed in water where bugs have babies. <laughs> I pick some berries. I don't know. Dexter. Nothing can possibly go wrong this time. Trust me. Uh, so Ricky's like, hey, you weren't supposed to be standing up in the canoe, but Dexter's, Dexter's like, well, the seat was wet. And Ricky's like, and the water wasn't? Like, I, uh... No, I I get what Ricky's trying to do. He's really trying to force fun onto Dexter and this outdoorsy type stuff. But Dexter says just not his thing. I mean, I got to give credit to Dexter the way he is making an attempt. It just does not seem like it's going all too well. So Ricky's like, hey, let's go outside, pick some berries. Uh, do you have a book that tells you what berries aren't poisonous and what ones are safe to eat? Because uh, if you've seen the ending of uh, the movie Into the Wild with Emile Hirsch, yeah, he had a book like that. So he knew what was safety and what wasn't. Granted, he made a deadly mistake at the end. Um, yeah. So, if I were Dexter, because he is sopping wet. His clothes are drenched. That uh, fish bag thing that was going to hold whatever fish they might have catched. Also, I guess Dexter was trying to like lift it off of himself, but he ended up pouring more water onto himself. And I'm like, he needs to get into some dry clothes or he's going to get sick. Um, I have another question. Where are Edward and Kate? <laughs> what are they doing? Where are they? You know what? On second thought, I don't want to know what they're doing. I have an idea, but um, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Trust me, huh? See if my other clothes are dry. Hi, Dex. Hi, Dex. Says you. <laughs> What's the matter with him? Well, he, he's kind of had a rough day, Dad. <laughs> see, first we went fishing and he fell into the lake. And 
Emma went berry picking and he fell into a hot spring. Oh, what a shame. Well, at least there's nothing else for him to fall into. Except the well. So as Dexter is all wet again because he fell into a hot spring, oh my god. So I looked up hot spring, it says that it's geothermically water coming up from the ground, like some could be safe to bathe in, which, why would, gross. Um, and others are very, very hot to the point of injury or burns, and luckily Dexter didn't get any burns, he just got all wet again. He's like, well, I'll go see if my other clothes are dry. Because he was probably only coming up for a couple days, and those were probably the only clothes that he brought with him, other than that suit. So as he's going out, Edward and Kate are coming in, like, oh, hey, how's it going? And Dexter just sneers at them, and it's like, says you. (coughs) Excuse me, so, (coughs) oh, damn. (coughs) Damn. Mm. Sorry, guys, um... So Ricky lets uh, Edward and Kate know what's been going on. Dexter's been having a bad day. First he fell into the water when they went fishing. Then he tripped into a hot spring. And they're like, well, I guess nothing else could happen. He trips and falls into a well. Okay, this episode is, I gotta say, it's, it's not bad, bad. It's not Mr. President bad, but... This is all, like, Pratt Falls of Dexter. Like, Dexter's accidents. or It's just... I noticed that Kate had binoculars and uh, Edward had a camera, so they've been out, like, probably looking at birds, taking pictures of wildlife, stuff like that. So now we come back to the cabin where Kate has got a blanket draped over Dexter while he's sitting in a chair. She's kind of rubbing his shoulders, trying to get him warm. He's drinking a hot drink, and Ricky's like, hey, are you alright, Dexter? And you can hear that Dexter sounds like he's stuffed up. Like, I'm fine, Richard, I'm fine. So, Edward mentions, like, hey, there's gonna be a beautiful sunset. By the time you're warmed up, you can go out and check that out. Dexter's like, no, no, not outside, I can't do that anymore. Please don't make me, please. So, Ricky suggests, why don't we play a game, because Kate's like, well, we'll all stay inside with you, Dexter. This is... I, I think eventually someone's going to snap, because this is not the weekend that they had play- envisioned at all. <coughs> well, it'll be a beautiful sunset tonight, and after you get warmed up, we can go outside. Oh, no. I don't want to go back outside. Please don't make me. Well, all right, we'll stay inside right here. Bless you. Yes! Bless you. Thank you. Well, why don't we play a game? Good idea. How about 20 questions? Terrific. Dexter, since you had such a rough day, we'll let you go first. Very well. What do I do? Okay, well, you have to think of something, and we get 20 questions to guess what it is. All right. uh, I'm thinking of something. Start guessing. Can I guess first? Sure. Uh, Is it a mineral? No. (laughs) Is it a vegetable? Yes. Oh, no. oh, vegetable, oh, a vegetable. Mm. 
it a green vegetable? Oh, no! Well, it's not a green vegetable. Take it easy. Is it a leafy vegetable? I don't believe this! I'm trying my best. Well, is it a tomato? It's a bear! Dexter, we're supposed to guess what it is. Yeah, besides, you said it was a vegetable. It's a bear! All right, it's a bear. I'll think of something. It's a bear! Dexter, you've already had your turn. Yeah, if you don't want to play, at least don't ruin it for us. Please, listen to me. There is a bear behind you. <laughs> Wow, so they decided to play 20 questions. Apparently, Dexter's never heard of this game. And he says, they're like, oh, is it a mineral? And Ricky's like, is it a vegetable? And Dexter's like, yes. At that moment, we cut to the door that's just ajar. And it opens even wider. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, oh, my goodness. What? Oh. It's a bear! <laughs> a, uh, a black bear! It looks like... It's not a... I don't think it's a full-grown bear. It looks like it could be, like... Not quite a cub, but maybe an adolescent. So not a full-grown adult black bear. Although it's got a brown snout, so... I... It's still... It's, it's completely black. Except for that brown snout, so it's a black bear. Um... And it starts wandering over to... Oh! Those... Those berries that Ricky picked, that's what it was going for. Because the whole time that Dexter's like seeing this, like, a bear, a bear, a bear. And Ricky, Kate, and Edward are looking at him like, wait, you just said that it was a vegetable. They have no idea that a bear is right on the other, it's like right next to Kate by that end table. And they're like, well... Dexter, you don't get to tell us what it is. That's not how the game works. And Dexter is like, well, his eyes are wide, like, no, there's a bear over there. And they're like, you had your turn. It's one of, it's our turn now. One of us gets to, uh, and finally he's like, there is a bear right next to you. All three heads turn simultaneously and look and immediately they jump up, start screaming, and they back away against the wall there. Oh boy, this isn't good. Because <laughs> for a while, that bear was just contending itself with that bucket of berries. Or who knows what was in there. Something, maybe honey or something. You know what the bears like to eat. All right, all right, all right. Just, 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 just remain calm. Now there's... Bears are used to being around people. He's he's probably very gentle. <laughs> what we need here is a plan. Any thoughts? <laughs> I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> Can I hear some voices? <laughs> Not yours.
out the door. Good idea. some berries. What happens if the berries are just an appetizer? <laughs> and we're the main course. Well, I, for one, have had just about enough. Dexter, shh, not so loud. You'll make him angry. I refuse to be intimidated by a beast. Oh, shush. Don't interrupt me when I'm talking to you. Now, listen, you. I happen to know the owner of the Ringling Brothers Circus, so I suggest you make yourself scarce, or you may spend the rest of your life wearing a clown collar, tooting a toy horn, and riding a unicycle. <laughs> now march! March! You march! Gary, that's it! Stop lively, come on! Up, two, three, four! Up, shoot! Yes, Dexter! Okay, this whole bear situation definitely made up for this episode. Yes! <laughs> so, <laughs> Edward just says, hey, maybe the bear will just, like, take off if it'll just eat the berries and leave. Ricky's like, yeah, but what if the berries are an appetizer and we're, like, the main course? At some point, they think they can try to sneak out the door while that... Bear's head is buried in that bucket of berries. No. Dexter finally has had enough. He's like, I will not be intimidated by a bear. By this beast. And he mentions like, hey, I know the Ringling Brothers. If you don't get out of here, you're going to be tooting a horn, wearing one of those Elizabethan collars, and riding a unicycle. And he's like, ouch, 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 ouch. And the thing is just there. He's like, he starts clapping his hands like, go, 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 go. Finally, the thing, he's like, March, March, get out of here. Walks right off. And the thing is, when you hear in the clip that, you know, that sound, it's 80 yard. That bear's not making that noise. Because I'm sure if you've heard a bear growl, scream, whatever it does, it's gonna be loud. So Dexter manages to save the day, gets the bear out of there, shuts and locks that door. Thank you, Dexter. And he just turns around, smiles so widely. Oh, oh, Dexter's a hero. And everyone is like, oh my gosh, do you see he faced down a bear? Hey, try taking some deep breaths. I don't dare. With my luck, if I open my mouth, something tiny with far too many legs will fly into it. Can I, can I get you anything? Some concrete. A skyscraper. Or what I wouldn't give for a whiff of smog. I'm sorry, Dexter. I really hoped you'd like it up here. I'm sorry, Richard, but I really don't. <laughs> But if you stayed in the city by yourself, wouldn't you have been lonely? It's true I would have been alone, but I wouldn't have been lonely. 
You see, I'm surrounded by people all week long. At work, at social gatherings. So when I get a rare weekend alone, I treasure it. I know what you mean. I felt that way myself. So have I. You know, when I was in military school, I lived in a dorm with 20 kids. And sometimes I just want to get away from them all. Especially Ernie Lingpiddle. <laughs> and the shower problem. What shower problem? He never took one. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you come here, Dexter, if you really didn't want to. There's no need to apologize. Come here, Richard. You said you wanted to be my friend. You asked me here because you cared about me. And I came because I cared about you. Friends? Friends. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Why don't we drive back to the city and Dexter can have his Sunday all to himself. You'd do that for me? Why not? Let's load up the car. Come on. Dexter like oh my gosh you saved us from that bear and I think honestly Dexter was working on that um pure adrenaline because after he's like what did I do <sighs> he almost faints is there instances where you're just so caught up in in, in, a, in something that you're just working off pure adrenaline that you don't realize what you're doing like you're in a state of mind that your conscience consciousness is not even privy to so that way after you do that you're like your mind like goes blank like what happened what happened like everything just happens so fast something to that effect because <laughs> edward has to grab dexter before he faints and he takes him over to the couch like sit 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 and he's like what happened and they're like you just like went toe to toe with the bear <laughs> So, um, Ricky Light is like, hey, I'm sorry that I asked you to come here if you didn't want to. And I like that Dexter's like, Richard, come here. Look, you wanted to be, you want to be my friend. You asked me up here because you cared about me. And I came up here because I cared about you, so. So, yeah, also, um... When Ricky's like, hey, Dexter, can I get you anything? He's like, yes, concrete, smog, the city lights. And that's when Ricky kind of realizes that Dexter really did not want to go up there. It's like, uh, Ricky's feeling guilty. Like, gosh, I'm sorry I brought you up here, Dexter. I, I know you really don't like it up here. So I think what Ricky was worried about is that Dexter was going to be lonely by himself. And Dexter's like, well, I might have been lonely, but I wouldn't have been alone. See, I'm by my, I'm with people all week long. Weekends are kind of my time to just do my thing and just relax and everything like that. So Ricky kind of gives us a little inside peek to what it was like at military school. He lived in a room with 20 other boys and... One of them had a shower issue, a problem, and Edward's like, what sh shower problem? Like, <laughs> Edward's probably thinking of, like, 
the shower problems that come along with prison. Like, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. No. This kid, he didn't take a shower. That was the problem. So. But, I mean, Kate and Edward even said it's like, Dexter, we feel that way sometimes, too. Sometimes we just, you know, want to unwind and be by ourselves and have some private time. So, Dexter holds out his hand like, hey, are we friends? And Ricky's like, yeah, we're friends. So they all decide, like, hey, let's, uh, Edward says, let's give Dexter Sunday off so he can have a day to himself. They all decide, let's pack it up and go home. They haven't even been there a whole day. Well, almost a day. Uh, Ricky's like, hey, Dad, there's a football game on. There's something that Kate wants to do. They're all like, all right, let's go home. Edward opens the door. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. That bear is still right outside your door. And, of course, like, you know what's not so bad here? We'll stay here. Uh, and this is before cell phones, so it's not like you could, not to mention, even if they had cell phones, would the reception be good up there? Probably not. Oh, my goodness. So they are trapped inside until that bear decides to actually leave. So they all sit down on the couch, and now we cut back to it. looks like they made it home, so I'm going to play this clip. station wagon. <laughs> well, I think Dexter was happy to return to civilization. Yeah, I, I kind of got that impression when he got down on his hands and knees and kissed his carpet. <laughs> uh. Now, there's something I don't understand. I mean, how could Dexter not like the woods? I mean, we do. We love the woods. Yeah, I know what you mean, son. When you really, really like some, it's hard to imagine somebody else doesn't, but truth is, people are different. Not everybody likes the same thing. That's right, Rick. For instance, uh, your father loves Italian food, and I don't. Honey, I thought you loved Italian food. No, you love Italian food. I do believe that I have mentioned it before, dear. I thought you were joking. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Italian food, sweetheart. <laughs> Now you know somebody, darling. What's not to like about Italian food? There's pasta, meat, cheese, tomatoes. That's right. No matter what you order, it's pasta, meat, cheese, and tomatoes. <laughs> Guys, I get the point. You telling me you don't like veal parmesan? No. no. Just like you don't like sushi. It's <laughs> raw so they get back, and of course they're a little nervous because Edward is checking his house for bears. Uh, they probably have a little bit of bear trauma, PTSD there. Um, and apparently it started snowing, and Edward's like, oh, good thing, because I thought that bear was going to like go hibernate in their station wagon. So they all sit down on the couch, and Ricky's like, I can't believe that Dexter doesn't like the outdoors. I mean, we like the outdoors. And Edward's like, well, yeah, but it's hard to believe when you like something that someone else doesn't like it. And then, of course, 
Edward and Kate get into a disagreement when he says about how much he loves Italian food and Kate mentions how she's not a fan of it. And they get into an argument and apparently Edward, every time they go somewhere, he always orders Italian food. He's never opted to try really anything, like branch out of his comfort zone. And apparently Kate's a fan of sushi, which that's going to be... There's going to be a higher percentage of people like Italian food and a lower percentage of people like sushi. Like, I think that sushi is, like, one of those, like, you have to have a palate for it either to build up a... I don't want to so much say tolerance, but you have to have the palate for it. And I think I might have tried it once and it just was not a fan. So... And that pretty much closes out the episode. So I'm going to give this episode... I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. Just an average. The bear saved it. The bear definitely saved this episode. Um, The other things I liked... I liked um, Dexter facing down the bear. I liked... um, Edward and Kate getting into a disagreement at the end about the whole... uh, the uh, Italian food versus the sushi and stuff like that, and Ricky's like, okay, I get the point. I didn't mean for this to lead to an argument. And Dexter just being his crazy kooky self. Uh, the other thing that, I mean, as far as, like, bringing all that stuff with the mosquito spray, the air freshener, the dust buster, stuff like that. I didn't really care for these little pratfall things that we weren't privy to. They were just, The fact that three, three in a row, that just... And, of course, like, uh, Dexter, like, hey, you can come over to my office and I can teach you how to do a tax return or something to that effect, like, to Ricky, like, uh. So this this episode was so-so, but like I said, the bear saved the episode, so let's say hey to some podcast listeners. All right, we have Farmington, Missouri, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Los Angeles, California, Reno, Nevada, Nevada, Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, Portland, Maine, Muskegon, Michigan, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Grand Marsh, Wisconsin, Poplar Bluff, Missouri, Germantown, Tennessee, and Uniontown, Ohio. And Grand Marsh, Wisconsin. Which I already said. Alright, later this week I'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 14, entitled Mr. Cool. Rick tries to change to a more edgy image in order to impress some girls, but when they pressure pressure him into things he doesn't want to do, life on the edge starts to make him feel uncomfortable. This episode's got an 8.1. I Want to Be Alone only uh, had a 7.8, which isn't bad. So uh, that episode, Mr. Cool, aired on February 4th, 1984. So look forward to that episode this week. So... Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Bye-bye.